Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What time is it? Time for the Everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us for the second hour. Um, are we doing your jeans in, a, in, in the moment now, or do we want to do it as part of your top two? Um, let's decide. Okay. Let's just do it. Let's just do top two in hour two, okay. and then we're going to roll it. Give me the old one. All right, so this is the time of the show that we talk about things we love and that we want to make sure you know about. So why don't you start? Okay, <laughs> so I follow Heartbeat Kitchen, Amanda Pa. Of course. And on, I, do, I get a newsletter from her, and in her newsletter she was saying... That her friend had bought these jeans and she was really excited about them because they weren't skinny jeans. They were a little more of a high-waisted flare. Now, my friend Sarah has been talking to me about my jeans and to get me out of the skinnies for almost a year. And I have resisted with every ounce of my being. Yes. Until oh. she sent me this picture that I think was on a Martha Stewart website about a French bulldog okay. that was like trying to get up on the counter to get some food. Okay. And the French bulldog is like fully splayed out, arms up or paws up. And the whole body of the French bulldog is like a menopausal woman, right? Because there's no shape. It's just this cannon of this dog. Okay. And then these two little skinny legs. Oh, okay. So the idea is, is that this is what people, some people, maybe people that I know, look like in skinny jeans because we have the cannon body and then we have these little skinny legs poking out. So okay. she like didn't say anything. She just sent me the picture. And I knew right away. You I knew was right like, away. oh, this is my friend trying to have an intervention and I'm resisting. But then Amanda Pa sends out her newsletter and I was like, oh, well, I mean, those look kind of cute. Like maybe. 
So I bought these jeans that I am now posting on the show page. Oh, God. That are Levi's. So they're not super. They're they're less than $100, which I was like, okay, I can try them. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. I'm wearing them right now. Oh, you are? Yeah. They're high-waisted. So you do have to decide if your gut is going over them because it can't go under because they're over my belly button. Okay. And they're button up, but they're kind of looser in the leg. Okay, she's showing off. Yeah. Those are just jeans. You have never had a pair of those jeans? I had them in 1983. Have you really only, like, have skinny jeans? I've been skinny jeans since they came out. But that's all that you have? Because you don't have, like, I mean, like, I have, like, all the kinds of jeans in the... No, I have just latched onto the skinny and have them in many colors. So I have finally moved into, so the funny thing is, is I like was at the home and garden show. I did something else and everywhere I went, people were like, Oh, look how cute your jeans are. Like, these are really cute jeans. What's going on with your jeans? No one ever like said anything about the skinny jeans. So I was like, okay, either I do actually look good in these jeans or like they're just cute jeans. I don't know. But either way. I've moved on. Okay. Now, that isn't to say that I'm not going to wear skinnies because I just wore them last night. Well, can we just be clear that you don't look bad in jeans in whether kind they are? So wear what you feel like. Don't and also don't be a slave to like trend, but be be like open to new things. Well, and I feel like I have the propensity to lock in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you've only had skinny jeans, you need to sort of maybe just like branch out on all sorts of things. I still have not found fashion since the pandemic. I just haven't. Because like my whole life has changed since then. Like I'm working from home mostly. I'm wearing athleisure all the time. I'm showering way less than I used to. Like just generally my whole thing is very different than it was. Yeah. So anyway, that's top two in our two. We'll just start with the jeans. The jeans. Okay. And then I'll tell you my real one was... Peepsy. What? Have you had the Peepsy Pepsi? I'm not going to have the Peepsy. It's good. It's not going to be good. I, for me. I, for me, I don't drink Coke or Pepsi hardly ever. Yeah. I liked it when I did. It was like a vanilla Pepsi. And so what we're talking is Peeps, <laughs> the marshmallow ducks are part of the Pepsi rollout. drink rollout. I just, I, well, I mean, I'm not drinking that stuff anyway. I'm not drinking yes, anything I'm not a soda like drinker I'm not, generally. I, that's like saying, you know... But if you like Peeps and you like Pepsi and you want to do something nostalgic and kind of fun, get yourself a 12-pack of Peepsy at yeah. Lunds and Barley's is where I got it. They had two for 10 bucks. And I'm it just was more like, delicious than I thought. I'm making cringe face here. I'm yeah, it was this. more delicious than I thought. Okay. And I had my first Coca-Cola in Mexico that I've probably had in 10 years. Yeah. And it was good. I mean, like pure Mexican Coke and, you know, is yeah, really quite amazing. And they sell them. At um, the place that I was just going to say, which is going to be my first one for top two in R2, which is the La Bodega uh, Taco Bar, which is over right on Texatonka area. It's the cute little pickup spot. Yeah. And we got last night um, uh, the quesadilla. I'm telling you, I'm just saying you again, like a lot of places you feel like you have to go in and get quesadilla, you know, the case, uh, the, the birria tacos and everything else. This stuff, you guys, is a pick up and go. And there's everything is super fresh. The consomme is super good. It's quick. It's like, you know, I ordered on my phone. We were at Target and I ordered on my phone and I just said, we're going to pick it up in like 10 minutes. And we did. And it was so hot and fresh and good. Yum. It's a really great, quick pickup spot for okay. for tacos for burritos and they have two things where they have basically the the disco fries 
but the disco fries are topped with really great, yummy, like carne asada or, uh, you know, whatever you want on Yum. top of these fries. So good. And then um, they also, I haven't gotten it yet from here, but they have, um, first of all, sidebar, they have the correct amount of cheese in the quesadilla. They do not skimp on the cheese. And you guys the correct know, amount of cheese. You guys know how I feel about that. Because if I get like a super dry quesadilla, I get angry. But this one was great. But they have the ramen. The Birria Ramen. Have you seen this? this is a huge trend. Um, I think I've seen it on TikTok. Yeah. So like like the consomme that you sell for your tacos, these guys are doing it and using it for ramen, which is like this really cool fusion-y mashup. I think that kind of works. Mm-hmm. And so they have a lot of that on street food in Mexico. Yeah. They serve you your cup of Manchurian, but then they use yeah top ramen but the yeah yeah. it's so it's it's one of those mashups i'm not mad at like fusion coming back in a way you know there's a lot more of it kind of hitting the streets and i'm i'm not mad i don't want to call it fusion but whatever it is i just like this evolution yeah i mean i'm here for it okay what's your second my second one was a surprise (laughs) because there's a vendor that i've been a familiar with that has come to one of my stone arch festivals and it's sacred blossom tea oh yeah and this guy tony he has a farm. Yeah. And he grows all of his own tea. Yes. And it's really quite delicious. And I just was at Lake Winds the other day and I like looked and I was like, huh, Tony's got like different packaging. And wow, it's like packaged in like this plastic um, little pouch. Yeah. And it's called Sacred Blossom Tea. It is grown in Minnesota on his farm. It maybe is Wisconsin. I think it, he's I can't in remember. Wisconsin, I believe. Okay. Yeah. But he's got his own farm. He grows all of his own flowers and he makes them into teas. And he is a savant about it and does a really great job. And so if you are interested in tea and you want to support a local person. Yeah. No herbicides, no pesticides, no additives. It's really, really, it's really great. In fact, we had it with uh, Greener Pastures. That was part of our gift bag. Oh, you know, because it is really good tea. Greener Pastures. Sacred Blossom yeah. Farm tea. So wonderful. Um, At okay. Lake Winds is where I saw it. Is that where you saw it? Yeah, yeah. they're in co-ops. And I know they used to do, they used to go to some of the... Um, they used to go to some of the farmer's markets. Too. Yeah, and he'll be at Stone Arch this year again. Great. Um, for Father's Day weekend, we'll have the culinary arts market. There's like 38 vendors that'll be there, and, oh. and I'll be there, so you can join me. Awesome. Yeah, he's at Lake Winds. Yeah, right. Okay. Um. All right, so then my last one before we go is just letting you know that I know there's a lot of people in St. Paul uh, for the high school hockey tournament that's happening, uh-huh. and I know this because, wow, I had to find to fight for a spot at Cassetta's the other day, and but I went to Cassetta's, and I just want to remind you guys, A, how amazing that place is, and how I walked in, and I got really beautiful ricotta, and I got beautiful buffalo milk mozzarella. The, the, the products that they have in the market, you guys, that they bring from Italy are untouchable around the cities. Like, you cannot find this stuff in the highest quality. The the salumi, like all the cured meats, and then you buy. So basically, what drove me there is a couple things, but I was also indulging in my uh, linguine and clams thing. So I bought. Did you make it yet? I haven't because I had to go get the stuff because okay. I wanted to get really good. And I'm actually going to do orecchietti because that just feels sure. right. So I'm doing orecchietti. I went and got clams in clam juice from Italy and then parsley, lemon, uh, crushed red pepper. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to have some fresh ricotta on top for me because I think that's good. So that's what I'm saying is don't deny the market at Cassetta's. If you're looking for inspiration on what to cook for like a meal or you're like thinking about, I don't know, I want to make something, but I don't know what you go there. You will be inspired. 
All I right. love it. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some Oscar-related things. And then we have Russell Klein on the line in the bottom half of the hour. So stay tuned. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Boots, socks, other socks, snow pants, leg warmers, long johns, base layer, hat, scarf, neck gator, mittens, glove liners, shell, coat, sweater, other sweater. If just taking off your winter wear is a workout, you may be overdue for a workout. Make fitness a habit. Join and use the Y by March 16th and earn a free month of membership. I'm good. I'm good. You know, once you catch your breath. Join at ymcanorth.org. All right, tonight, you guys, is Oscar night. Oh, yeah, sorry, because today is only (laughs) Saturday. Um, I love the Academy Awards. I don't know why, but I really geek out about it every year. I get real excited. Last year, I think I was telling you about my friend Sarah that has the Oscar party with her friends where they, like, make themed food. I'm not that excited. I don't do that. I don't have friends that go and watch all the Oscar movies with me, though. I've tried to hone my way into their experience, and I've not been welcomed. You know, it's been weird, though, because it hasn't really been... I feel like... I mean, and I used to be an Oscar party kind of gal, and because I was such a movie head, because Uh I watch... I used to go to movies every week, almost. But now, ever since the pandemic, it just kind of got weird, and then... You know, I don't know. And now what I've decided now that it's better to watch it by yourself, eating the foods that you want to eat without everyone talking. Yeah, totally. So like, and dress it up, pour your bubs, eat your charcuterie board by yourself. If you want a fun event, too, I'll just throw this out there. Twin Cities oh. Film Festival has a free event. Yeah. That is at Showplace Icon. Yeah. And it's free, and you can go and watch the Academy Awards on the big screen with other people, oh, you can. That and sounds... people are dressing okay. up, and so that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Okay, if you're wondering though, like I was, you know, you always hear about the big bags that the right. stars get, the everyone wins gift bag. Sure. And people pay $4,000 for the participation of being in this bag. And then they're in this huge room and celebrities walk through and grab things for their bag. Yes. And here are the bag this year has a total value of over $125,000 per bag. Yeah. Because let's face facts like these celebrities, they really need free products and help. Right. True. I know. However, high end dollar things. This is what you are going to get in your bag if your snacks or drinks and your A-listers. Okay. Okay. Oh, pop, pop, flavor-wrapped microwave popcorn kernels. Okay. And they come in different flavors. So you can have the birthday cake flavor, the vanilla cake flavor, wasabi, salted umami. You cook these in the reusable microwave popcorn popper that comes in your box and you get this gluten-free, non-GMO corn tasting packages, recyclable popcorn experience. Okay. Okay. Oh, pop, pop. How about Posh Pretzels, dark chocolate covered pretzels? Sure. Posh is located in Terrytown, New York. These are basically chocolate covered pretzels that look really cute. They have flavors like apple crisp and lemon drop, which is paired with white chocolate. Okay, so there's a stuffed pretzel that has Nutella, peanut butter, and jelly, and there's an Oreo one. Hmm. So these are called posh pretzels. Okay. Uh, A winery is in on this. This is a Chilean winery. Um, 
I find it fascinating that the wine retails about five to six dollars a bottle. So like, I don't know. It's called Frontera. Okay. So good for these folks to have a five or six dollar <laughs> bottle of wine in their bag. What? Okay. Can I have a quick question? Please. Like, they're getting. When do they get these bags? They get them. I think before or after. They and must get them on happens, the way out the door, right? Because like, where their publicists probably get them too. Like they probably don't even. Like I can't see Viola like, Davis walking around. out with her free I know bag. it's so funny. Okay, chocolate is another. This is good girl chocolate. It is marketed with highly antioxidant and flavanols, which reduce inflammation, improve brain function. Yeah, yeah. And they have a brownie batter chocolate bar. It's called Good Girl. It contains low glycemic sweeteners like organic coconut sugar, organic cacao beans, and organic agaves. Stephanie. So fabulous. It is delicious. Um, Okay. There is a tequila that's in your bag, a giant bottle of tequila that is Antigua Cruz Anejo Cristalino Tequila. I wonder if they send it to their houses. I'm all just sitting here trying to think of like... I know, the mechanics. The mechanics of it all. So this 100% Blue Weber Agave Tequila is from Jalisco's Los Altos Southern District and distilled in stainless steel fermentation two times. Like, why is that exciting? You distilled it in stainless steel. Well, yeah, I guess. It's spirit. Yeah. Okay. If you're wondering, the San Pellegrino sparkling water's in there. Fine. It's a welcome surprise. Sometimes you need a palate cleanser. Um, Cliff bars. Sure. Thin energy bars. Well, these are people who aren't eating, right? Until uh, they to get into their dresses. It's a two-bar crispy, crunchy snack. Each package contains 100 calories and has five grams of fat and flavors like chocolate chip and white chocolate macadamia nuts. Okay. Um, I think if I just talk like the woman in um, Blank's Creek, that like Moira, yeah. this will be much more fun. Okay. And when you're done, I do have like ideas for if you're having an Oscar party, food themed around the movies that are up. Okay. Uh, so then let me just quickly go through. I think I'm almost done here. There's a million. I could keep going. But Ginza Nishikawa Shokupan Milk Bread. Okay, that's kind of a funny one. I know what you just said. Uh, Harmless Harvest Organic Coconut Water, the Beauty Tea Company Teas, Chai Box Chai Concentrate. And yeah, I will, the Usidro Spirits Council, the Sake Spirit. So it's interesting also to think about like how much those companies paid or what they gave to be in there. $4,000 is the participation of the bag cost plus the pre-product. Okay. So I'll post these. Okay. I just think it's interesting. I'm super not interested in that. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> I don't care what they're getting, and I don't like it. Just it bugs me a little bit. I did. Like I know. I'm not saying like the no, like I it's know, good. I'm it. just I'm saying not personally persecuted. Yeah, don't feel persecuted by that. Um, but I do think if you're gonna have an Oscar party and you are not having hot dogs at the Oscar party because of everything everywhere at all at once and the hot dog finger ladies, I think that's a missed mark. I mean, my God, like how great did you watch that movie? Um, no, because it's only on Showtime. Oh, you can buy it. I mean, like... I'm cheap. Oh. I spend a lot of money on television to not know where to find anything to watch. And I'm in a little boycott situation. I think I bought it on Prime. I think you can rent it on Prime. All right. Yeah. But um, they have... Yeah. So basically, there's a scene with Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh, and they're kind of... They have hot dog fingers in this universe. Lexi, you saw it. Did you love that part? 
yeah, I mean, I love the movie. It's a really good movie. Totally love that movie. I'm rooting for that one super hard. But the fact, here's this too. This is a weird idea that there's hot dogs for that. But then also for the, did you see Banshees of Inishiri? You know that one? In Sheeran. In Sheeran. Did you guys see that one? Do you know what happens in the movie? So this is, I love that delicious, like, you should do shortbread cookies in the shape of fingers. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, you know, like the finger cookies that you get like at Halloween, you yeah. do? Uh-huh. They're suggesting that you do that for this one because basically there's a whole bunch of fingers cut off in that movie. All right. Which Great. is a little bit weird. Fablemans, if you are loving the Fablemans or loved it, did you Here's watch what it? Sarah's doing for Fablemans, yeah. which I thought was cute. What? It, apparently Steven Spielberg's mom would put the paper... Um, what is it called? I don't know. Parchment paper. Hurry up. We got it. We're closing up. Anyway, brisket bites on top of potato chips is a really good one for that. We can come back to yours when you remember it. I'm brain farting. I know. When you come back, we have to take a break. Yep. We'll, but we have Russell uh, Klein coming on the phone when we come back, so we'll finish this up in the uh, roundup. Tablecloth. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Uh, I'm so. Do we have Russell on the line? Yay, Russell, are you Hi, there? Russell? Hello, Russell Klein. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Good, good morning. morning. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, we're so good. We're so excited to have Russell Klein from Meritage joining us on the line. I was there last Sunday before the Bruce Springsteen concert and just had the pile of duck fat fries that were like life changing. (laughs) Let's just be honest. (laughs) You guys, I mean, and I mean, you haven't been on in a while, but so since the MSP 50 came out, which of course you're on the cover because you guys have been killing it since... You know, forever. I mean, what are we marking? Fifteen years? Is that what we're marking this year? Uh, well, last November was fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. last so November. We are, okay. Yeah, so we're we're into our sixteenth year, I guess now. The menu so too is just like as fresh as ever. Like the cassoulet is on there, and the seafood towers, and nobody does just like pan fried chicken like Meritage. It's delicious. <laughs> That's like, you know, it's one of those dishes that I can't change even if I want to. No, no you're not allowed so to. Yeah. I think when you get to that point, right? I mean, like there has to be there has to be that that acknowledgement if you get to an age where like people are you're doing great and people are coming all the time, but there's this thing that maybe you might want to do something different, you're kind of not allowed. I think the scallops probably fall in that category for you too. You know, I'm okay with it. It's like, you know, you went to see Bruce last week. You don't yeah. go to see Bruce without him playing Born to Run. Right. Okay, you know, this so is true. This is true. If the chicken is my born to run, I can live with it. <laughs> I like that That's analogy. That's not a bad idea. I love that. Well, we wanted to have you on today because we want to talk a little bit about, and you are such a champion of duck. You just called out the duck fat mm-hmm. fries stuff. But, like, the idea of Obon Canard being, um, you know, something that has been a fixture on the Twin Cities food scene for, you know, as long as Meritage, if not longer. But that they are. Longer, yeah, I think they are. But they're. They're this wonderful, you know, tell, tell me a little bit about the partnership between Meritage and Oban Canard. Well, you know, we've been, I think they've been around about 17 years to yeah. our 15 plus now. So okay. they've been a part of Meritage right from the very beginning. Right. And, you know, we're so incredibly lucky in Minnesota, not just Meritage, but, you know, everybody who, who uses them to have access to, to their product all these years. Because I would say that their foie gras is the best in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, it's better than any other foie gras produced in North America. 
um, and that's not even close. And yeah. I think it's better than any foie gras I ever had while I was in, in France or in Hungary or any other place that, that produces a lot of foie. Um, and it's such a small little farm. You yeah. know, we go down there once a year. We take a staff trip down there so everybody can kind of see the farm. And, you know, people sometimes get concerned about foie gras and animal uh, cruelty and stuff. But if you watch Christian with those ducks, boy, they're, they're really happy. Um, and there's no, there's no force in the force feeding at all. Right. Um, and so we've been really proud all these years to be able to serve their product because we know, you know, where it comes from, how they handle those ducks and just how good it is. And, um, you know, we buy the whole ducks, um, every week, 15 or 20 whole ducks show up, um, and break them down. And so we, we use every single piece of the duck. Um, you know, the breasts obviously are, are a center of the plate kind of thing. We compy the legs for the cassoulet, the carcasses make the stock for the cassoulet. Um, the fat we use all over the place, like mm-hmm. fries and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just an incredible product. And, um, We've been really lucky to use, have them around. And, and when, when COVID hit, we were concerned, you know, what's going to happen with Oban Canard? It was the end of their season, but they still had, I think, several hundred ducks yeah. left um, for the rest of their year. And um, our clientele really stepped up and, and supported them. And um, uh, we did a lot in terms of selling their product to our uh, to our clientele, and that allowed them to kind of finish out their season successfully. And, and they've been around a few more years since then now, so... It's been a long, a long time that we've been working with them, and as much as I'm a little upset and angry with them for retiring to France, <laughs> how uh, dare I'm they? Also really, hey, I know, <laughs> but I'm really thrilled for them. I mean, they they work so ridiculously hard, um, and it's 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 such a, a lifestyle that they've lived for, for these years, um, and it's you know it's Christian and Liz. Liz does all the deliveries yeah. coming up every Friday, yeah. driving four hours from Caledonia. Um, to drop off ducks. She's like the mailman. It yeah. doesn't matter whether it's rain, sleet, snow. snow. He's coming. <laughs> Those ducks are coming. Now they're going to retire. They're going to move to France. Is that correct? And then they're... Yeah. So what is happening to the farm? It's transferring hands? It is. Uh, they have a, a, a younger uh, neighbor who's taking over the farm. They've been training um, him all season. Um, and so we're, we're optimistic that you know, it'll keep going. But... Uh, it maybe uh, might not be quite the same without Christian at the helm. So we'll yeah, see. that'll be interesting to see because I do think there is something about there is an artistry to this type of farming and the care and the intentionality of it, which has always been so strange to me that this is this particularly type of farming is so intimate because you really have to be you know kind of one with the ducks and it's always been strange to me that people get so angry about it versus that they're not out fighting the factory farming where nobody cares about those animals you know to me it's interesting to see the two sides of that argument as it's weird that this has gotten so much flack you know yeah i think it's a lot more about sort of socioeconomic politics than it is about the actual farming uh, because you're right, you know, mass-produced chicken is, is far worse for the animals than, than Oban Canard is. You know, there's not one duck that that comes through that farm that Christian doesn't hold in his hand. Right, exactly. Every single one of them is, is, is handheld. Yeah. Um, and so it, it is. It's, it's, it's really uh, specialized and, and intimate and small. It's, it's, uh, it's been a very special... Uh, special thing for all of us to have for for all these last 17 years. And so the reason that we wanted to talk about it, too, is because you are doing a dinner celebration this coming week. And um, talk a little bit about the dinner and what that looks like. 
Yeah, so Wednesday night, we're going to honor Christian and Liz with um, uh, a big dinner. Um, five courses plus, you know, a few things before to start and a few things maybe after dessert, too. Everything from start to finish will include some uh, some form of Oban Canard product, be it the duck, the foie gras, we will use the duck fat, the gizzards, the, the hearts, everything. Um, every course includes uh, something. So, um Obviously, lots of foie gras. We'll be poaching fish in duck fat. Oh. Um, we'll be uh, uh, roasting the breasts, of course. Um, you can't do an Oban Canard dinner without doing um, a big, beautiful slab of seared foie gras oh my God. as one of the courses. Um, and we're even incorporating a little bit of, uh, of foie gras into the dessert. Um, and also, it's going to be a fun meal. Um, uh, there are uh, wine pairings available. Uh, beautiful Grand Cru that wines that Desta's selected for the event. Um, and Christian and Liz are going to be there. So if you've been big fans of their sort of, you know, quietly all these years, this is a chance to kind of come and, and, and meet them and, and, and say thanks to them for all of their work. And that's what I'm really excited about. I don't think they even understand the impact and the reach that they've had no. and, and the number of people who really enjoy their work. And so this is an opportunity for them to kind of look across a, a full dining room of people who are, who are just enjoying the work that they've done all these years. And I think it's a great way to kind of, you know, celebrate them. I love that. And tickets are, I think, 165 and there's a couple seatings and there's a few tickets left. So if you guys are feeling... There are like, some tickets available, yes. Yeah. Um, so you want to make sure if you uh, can... It is, it is filling up. Good. And we'll put that up on the show page to make sure that you guys can access that if you want. Um, tell, tell me a little bit about as far as like how you like going forward now with these new owners and, or with the new production is that, do you expect that you'll be still buying the same amount and you're just going to kind of stay the course or will you kind of let them catch some footing first or how is that going to work? Well, with Christian is it's always been, we'll take as much as he'll sell us. Yeah. Um, and right. so it, there have been times where he, you know, he tries to spread it out a little bit and, and we can't get as much as we even want. So um, I think, you know, that'll be the same going forward, you know, assuming that, uh, that they manage to maintain what they do at the farm. And if they do, we're going to be thrilled to continue to support it because there is, there is simply no other product like it in the United States. There's, and then do you feel like, and I'm just, you know, there's, you know, the controversies that have come and, you know, I don't even know, is it still in California? Are they still not allowed to serve it or did that, one go away. Um, I think California still has a ban. Yeah. Um, I know New York State tried, or New York City tried a ban, and and, and it was overturned by the courts. Um, and that's really important because uh, the last two remaining uh, farms, Quadra producers in the United States, are both in upstate New York, right? And um, uh, they do rely a lot on their local market in New York City, but of course they also ship nationwide. So. Um, right. You know, it's important that that, that they stay in business because otherwise uh, we could be going back to a time um, where there's really no fresh foie gras in the United States. And that would be sad. It is. And I mean, because people will import it from France, you know, if they can. But I mean, to have local ducks and local, you know, part of the land and having, you know, farmers actually care about it in that level and in that way, that to me speaks really about an evolution, right? It's not about commodity and bringing in it's about celebrating you know the way of life that the farm can give so i'm hoping exactly. that that stays that way for sure yeah we're we're all excited about it and honestly it's a big problem we see it with a lot of the farmers that we work with whether yeah. they be produce or dark or whatever is that they're aging out and yep. there are fewer and fewer younger people who want to take over the farms and so 
Um, it, it's going to be something that we're going to face um, with a lot of our farmers in these next several years um, as they as they want to retire and, and struggle to find somebody to take over for them. Yeah, that's very true. Well, thanks for being on, Russell. We're talking with Russell Klein of Meritage. There is an Obon Canard duck dinner this week coming up. We're going to put... Uh, a link on the show page. So if you guys want to go and, uh, and celebrate, you know, foie gras and duck and all of its glory, you can do that. So we're ready to, when, and anytime you want to go to Meritage and sit at the uh, bar and get a yes. glass of bubbles, do that too. <laughs> Terror season is coming. So, Oh, let's get at it. All right. Thanks, Russell. All right. Thanks, Russell. Thank you. All right, everybody. All last Sunday, honestly, it was awesome. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining today uh, on the Weekly Dish. I hope you had some entertainment for your snowy, snowy day. Looks like it's still coming down. It's going to happen all day. And I don't know, tuck in. Watch some of the movies that you need to catch up on for Oscars. That's what my perfect day would be, actually. Apparently, we need to say happy birthday to someone. Oh, who? Winnie the Moo. Oh, Winnie the Moo, it is her birthday. It's she her is, birthday today. You're, she is a five fluffy God, years old. What would it be, your grand dog? No, we don't do that because I actually have grandkids and those are real. And she is just my sweetest She's little puffball. I love her, but she is five years old. That's really great. Five's a good age for a dog like that because they're finally like settling in. Yeah, yeah. And Winnie, is, uh, she's an English sheepdog. This is my daughter's English sheepdog, you guys. And she is massive. And so like... That she settled in is great because otherwise she knocks you over. Like she yeah. literally, for some reason, for me, like in the past couple of years, like she sees me from afar, and I'm the one that she comes running at, and not just like to jump up, but like take me down. Sure, I think she thinks I'm her height, so that's part of it. Or that you're the fun one. Yeah, but she no Matt is her absolute best friend. Like she loves Matt like nobody. I love loves it. Matt, so. There it is. Um, yeah, so we're wrapping up the show, you guys. Thanks uh, for being here. What is? What are some of the things? Oh, I wanted to take two more things for Oscar party things. Yeah. If you're going to eat Oscar party things, I wanted to shout out um, the Turning Red. If you haven't seen that cute cartoon about the girl who like turns into a panda, um, you know, and because she's so angry. Um, uh, but the dad in that in that cartoon movie is a really good cook, and so like making some beef and broccoli stir fry, I think is a good idea. Yum! As a as a cool little nod to that, and also that's a good movie to go watch. Yep. Um, someone suggested that Elvis make if you if you're shouting out for Elvis, um, you make the banana peanut butter bacon sandwiches, and sure. I think that's yeah. okay. But I don't know. I'm never gonna eat those. I don't think you know. Um. Uh. Baking with Babs, cooking with Babs, someone on Babs oh, online. Sure. She did, She was on Good Morning America, and she did a Avatar, like a blue drink. That's, I was going to say, that, that was, was the next one. The, they're calling, their, there's a frozen blue Moscato margarita. Blue curacao. Yeah, with a lot of blue curacao, lots of blue Avatar drinks, which makes sense because it's water. Yep. We have the water. Did you watch that? Did you see it? No, but I want I to. I did. I'm still, is it, uh, is it anywhere in I don't know. our sphere yet? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was, it's good for what it is. It's good for the avatar-ness of what it is. Um, glass onion. Did you see that? Yeah. So yeah. could have cared less about I, it, but it's whatever. Fine, but you could make an onion dip and sort of make yes. that the glass onion moment. French onion dip. Yes. Homemade, like where you just caramelize onions and you put a little sour cream, a little so great. yogurt, a little mayonnaise and stir all that up with a little buttermilk and garlic and yeah. yum. Do it. Um, I did not see the whale. I feel but, very um, impressed by his acting. Yes. I don't, that, you know how some movies just feel like they're going to be super painful to watch? Yeah. That is Hard one. Hard to dip in. And just, I can't. 
Yeah. Well, it's like there's a lot of food in it, obviously. But then the fact that it's like it feels a little weird to say, like, let's celebrate the food for this movie. That is food is such a weird trigger. Yeah. And so but they said one of the pivotal scenes involves pizza. I didn't watch it either yet, but I I will watch it. I will watch it. Yeah. I Um, I do love the fact of (laughs) Marcel the Shell. Did you see that? No, but that is supposedly super cute. Love that movie. Well, I've been a Marcel fan for since they started on. I think I heard about Marcel from you. you sure you did. Um, but I love the fact there's popcorn because I think a stovetop popcorn is a great idea because they feast on popcorn when they watch their movies. And it's like, you know, one big piece of popcorn is like everything. So I am I am off popcorn, so Oh, you can't have it. Yeah. Nope. So those are just some of the Oscar picks. I think Delish has a great uh roundup of fun ones for it if you want to pop over there and just kind of look at it. So there you go. Talk about your bloody Mary battle. Yeah, because tomorrow, if you are looking for something to do, there are still tickets for the Bloody Mary battle that's at 45th Parallel Distilling. There are six people competing. I am there with Bloody Mary recipe cards and the True North Cabin cookbook that you can buy or get signed, either or or both. And should be just fun. To uh, There is, I have an Aqua V drink that's in the cookbook that they're making at 45th too. Great. And some of the other drinks from the yeah, cookbook. Yeah, get them alone. So, yeah, should be good. Um, I, hey, I wanted to shout out, this is a cool thing that I think is happening around town um, with Twin Cities, uh, you know, uh, Habitat for Humanity. And they are, they have collaborated with seven different breweries and they have each created something called the Home Improvements Beer. So the ingredients are the same in terms of like, you know, the malt and and some of the other stuff that have been donated. And then each brewery kind of does their own spin on it, but calls it the Home Improvements Beer. So they have different flavors from hazy IPAs to grapefruit Kolsch, you know, all sorts of things. But it all supports, it's it's basically supporting, they're calling it the house that beer built. And it's supporting, you know, Twin Cities Habitats, which is really cool. I love that. Very. So going, if you're in, um, I know that like Dual Citizen, which is down by us. I know that, I think Dangerous Man is one of the ones um, that has it. Uh, yep. Uh, Nine Mile Brewing, Lakes and Legends, Broken Clock. They all have these lake monsters coming soon. So they all have, if you find a home improvements beer on their menu and order it and support Habitat for Humanity. A uh, quick shout out to El Burrito Mercado. That's remodel is complete. Oh, and it is? You can go into the restaurant now. You're, it's, it's counter service. But you can also like order liquor and have a margarita while you're waiting. And they've got a kiosk where you can order and at the counter. And they've redone the floors and they're set. Awesome. Uh, we need to let you know that official fried chicken is back. I was wondering about that because you posted some really yeah. good looking fried chicken. Yeah, they, um, so Jared Brewington and his chicken chef, Chloe McGee, they, sh- they had to shut down the original spot that they opened up because, uh, ownership, it just became a, a, a hard, a hard moment with the, with the building, um, with the chicken smell. And so they reopened in, um, what's the curry food hall, which this is news to most of us because this is a cloud kitchen food hall. So it's basically a pickup and delivery hub, but there's um, bays of all these independent, you know, kitchen concepts. And um, so that they, you can get it, you can find it on DoorDash, you know, you can find these kind of places, but official fried chicken has moved into there and now they're selling for delivery and takeout, you know, the fried chicken, but also they have a new chicken sandwich and chicken tenders, which are delicious. Um, but they're also on this thing called Foodsby. Have you heard of Foodsby? Uh, yes, but keep going. Okay. So Foodsby is if you are in an office, if you are in sort of, it's basically office lunch. 
and you schedule it for the morning. And if you are looking to try to get your office workers back downtown, perhaps you should consider buying them lunch from Foodsby because it'll you can order it and then it'll come right to your office. And they deliver it. So you can order like a whole catering situation if you're having a meeting, which I'm going to make us do at MSP. I'm going to make us do this um, so that I can get people to come to my meetings. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what I want. Um, but anyway, so official fried chicken is also on food speed. But I kind of like, you know, as we're talking about the downtowns and getting everybody kind of rolling back in, this is a great, I think it's a smart idea to think about catering lunch for your people. And you guys, Zalo is back open for dinner. Zalo is back. And I tried to get a reservation just to go and support them, and I couldn't until 8.30. No, it's packed. So it's great that they're back, and that's the Webb Brothers, and that's a just good, solid Italian restaurant. Yeah, and I'm hoping that they're, yeah, I mean, like, chicken parmigiana is one of those ones, like, it's hard to find, really, and they do a great job. My favorite salad of all time, the Braziliana with the hearts of palm and the avocado, Yum. is there. I love that salad. Also, if you're looking for a lunch spot on West 7th and Edina Pajarito is now open for lunch again. Oh, okay. So I know lunch has been hard because people, a lot of people aren't open for lunch anymore. Right. Well, so. they don't have the staff. Yeah. That's been the tough stuff. Um, speaking of tough stuff, uh, Boom and Barbecue, you know, our, our friends Dylan um, is at, um, he has decided to stay in Hudson at the Nova Bar. So Brett Splinter's Bar, the Nova Bar, um, right over the river in Hudson, is um, his new home. And he was just going to do it for the winter. But because Hudson has been so welcoming and because Minneapolis has still not figured out the smoker situation, he's staying in Hudson for the summer. Okay. So it's like good and bad, right? I'm like happy and sad. Also, shout out to closing of Bev's Wine Bar. We have to have the sad moment for that. Um, and And Eat Street Social. Those are closing. So... You know, time and tide, people. Moving along. Rolling along. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Ciao, ciao.